Yeah, so I just finished the podcast episode for N-Word Podcast. We talked about a lot of topics. Everybody should go check that out. N-Word Podcast on pretty much every social network. Um, I just wanted to talk for a second about life. And people having a perspective of because I'm alive and I've been alive for X amount of years that I have an understanding of those years. (laughs) It's a crazy concept to think that most people breathe incorrectly. Let's just start with it for real. Most people don't breathe correctly. Most people breathe in the upper third part of their lungs. And they never really fill their lungs up for like (laughs) 10 years straight. You'll go without ever filling the bottom part of your lungs and you think you're breathing correctly. Um, Walking. Your, Your legs, your feet, your ankles, your shins, your calves. Your knees, your thighs, your quads. They're all meant for you to walk on your toes. But who walks on their toes for real? Most of the shoes that we wear have a weighted heel or elongated heel to make our heel touch the ground first. And that's not how your leg is built. And then we wonder why we have knee problems going into our 30s, 40s, 50s, and above. It's accumulation of walking incorrectly. (laughs) Running incorrectly. That type of thing. And if you look at the higher level runners, if you look at model walkers, people who who walk the runway, etc. They always taught to walk on their toes. And they do it kind of unconsciously, but from a conscious perspective, that's how your legs are made. That's how your toes are made. The ball of your foot is meant to take that weight pressure. And everything else is meant to be more of a shock absorber. Um, sleeping. You know, sleeping has become commoditized where the soft mattress, (laughs) while it may seem comfortable laying down or being in different positions, it doesn't allow your spine to have the type of resistance that it needs to stay in line. We end up with back problems, lower back problems, upper back problems, tight shoulders, tight neck. We always feel like we're like, we need a massage all the time. <laughs> we sit at the computer, we look down, we look at our phones down, we don't bring the phone to our eye level, that type of thing. There's a lot of dysfunctional things that humans do unconsciously um, in terms of comfort. Bringing the phone to your eyes means that you have to use your shoulder muscles. To hold the phone up to your eyes, right? Who wants to do that? (laughs) 
who wants to actually use their muscles for what they were used for, what they were meant to be. How about that? Right? Who wants to use their knees and their calves for what they're meant for? Right? It's a crazy thought. A lot of crazy thoughts that happen that we just overlook. You know, I was having a conversation, we were having a conversation about the Lizzo situation where there was a perspective saying that basically the fact that she was a big girl doesn't necessarily have any real weight to it. You know, no plain words intended, no pun intended, but no real weight to, to it. And that's crazy. That's crazy thought to even think about. Like, people want to see what they want to see. If that body was a fit, uh, sought-after body, she could have came out their ass naked. (laughs) And there wouldn't be as many problems. There would have been problems in terms of, okay... Now the conversation would have been more focused on the fact that their kids in attendance and nudity and that type of thing, even though our concept of nudity is crazy, right? You're born naked. The fact that you put on clothes is a social construct. It has nothing to do with nature. You're born naked. Animals are born naked. They live their whole lives naked. Yeah, they may have fur. Yeah, they may walk on all fours so you don't see their genitals. But in real life, nudity is natural. And the fact that it's become sexualized as a social construct based off our lower selves being what's in front. Lower self-concepts, less critical thinking concepts, less higher self-concepts are in front. There, there was marketed, there was what brings in the most attention, what brings in the most money that is easiest to portray. Therefore, there's more people who portray it. You know? I don't necessarily have a problem with Lizzo showing up in a long, you know, extra long t-shirt with the ass cut out and she got on the thong. I don't have an issue with that as much as most people would for any reason. You know, kids in attendance, okay, you're the parent. You're supposed to get a perspective on that. You're not supposed to make them shameful of their bodies or their human figure. You're not supposed to shame them for that. But at the same time, I also have a subconscious opinion. I'm not subconscious, but a subjective opinion of obesity. Personally, I feel like obesity is a sickness. This is a, is a disease as much as we call cancer a disease. Or as much as we call addiction a disease. It's an addiction to food. It's an addiction to unhealthy substances that, that light up certain parts of our brains. Makes us feel good. Sugar makes you feel good. It gives you a shot of energy endorphins and all of that I'm not going to go too much into that but 
it shoots your body with that stuff and it lights up the rewards and a part of your brain so therefore it's easy to be addicted to most people are addicted to sugar that's just fact that's objective fact that's not my opinion most people are addicted to sugar in one way or another whether that be dairy in the form of cheese whether that be processed sugar in the form of fruit juices in the form of candy bars in the form of processed foods period most people are addicted to processed salt white salt then all of the minerals of pink sea salt have been stripped and then they add iodine and we're supposed to be happy most people are addicted to that they can't eat food without putting salt on it it's an addiction people are addicted the food they're addicted to the salt that's used to cure meats they're addicted to the cheese that goes on ground beef or 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 anything else hot dogs processed meats ham and cheese sandwiches grilled cheese sandwiches you're addicted to it and that's most people so because it's most people, we think of it as normal, but it's socialized normal. It's not natural normal. And it's hard to even say that because humans are relatively natural. So the thoughts that come from a human we call artificial, and artificial just mean man-made. And if a man is natural, then the thoughts that come from that man is natural. And the creations that come from that man is natural. Therefore, the things that come from that manifestation should be classified as natural. But it's not. Those isolates are missing key components that allow your body to take it down properly. It may light up a certain part of your brain, but in terms of accumulation, in terms of uh, digestion, the word I want to use is assimilation. You know, we were taught as children that milk builds strong bones because of the calcium level. Calcium does build strong bones. However, the the more you get into actual chemistry, chemistry tells you that the body, the, the human biochemistry tells you that the human body does not assimilate calcium, does not make use of calcium without fat and without Magnesium. Processed milk products don't have magnesium. Therefore, it does not move through the body and does not be assimilated. So what does it do? All it does is toxins your kidneys and, the, and your liver. Of course, your body is going to take in some of the calcium because that's what you're taking in. But it taxes, overtaxes, it overworks your kidney and your liver. And then we wonder why, again, 30, 40, we start seeing these issues that occur because you've been living the last 10, 15 years accumulating calcium deposits. Those of you who are familiar with the idea of a calcified pineal gland, it brings, in, it brings that into the concept. 
calcification just more or less means that calcium and or other minerals accumulate around the pineal gland and your arteries. It's not just the pineal gland, your arteries, your muscles, your veins, your bones. Calcification is the accumulation of those molecules around a certain system or around a certain part. And that calcification, based off of based off of what part it is, modern science gives that a different name, right? So the calcification is is around your pineal gland, which is within what they call the corpus callosum, the uh, connection between the right and left hemispheres of the brain. If that happens in that region then they call it Alzheimer's, or they call it dementia. If, if it occurs within your joints, they call it arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis. That we think of as old people diseases, but a lot of young people have it. When you think of when you stand up and your knees hurt, that is a preform of arthritis. It is just facts. This is just objective facts. Right? When the calcification occurs in your arteries, your veins, your arteries, the effect is what they give it context to. So they call it high blood pressure. They call it um, heart attacks. Shit. Heart attacks are called by calcification. Right? The calcification is involved within the valves of your heart and they'll go in and they'll pass what they call a stent, which means that they'll go from one valve to a clear section with the artificial tube so the blood can pass through the artificial tube because the natural tube is calcified. But that's something you can control. That's something that you caused with your diet intake. That's something that you caused with your emotional state. It's something that you can control. It's not something that occurs just because you're older. It becomes more prevalent once you're older because after the accumulation has occurred, your body slows down its ability to regenerate itself. That's just real. That's what the human body is meant to do. After accumulation occurs, it's going to slow down. After atrophy occurs, because we're not as active as we get older, it's natural to occur. But then when you read stories about, I read a story about a man who didn't start weightlifting until he was plus 60. He had been sedentary most of his life and then he started weightlifting and he changed his diet around and he became fit at 60. Over muscular, he had super muscles on top of muscles at 60 
felt healthier than he ever had more or less in his life. Most people sensationalize Dr. Sebi without even really knowing his whole story. They just learned about the different things that he had accomplished and, you know, he gave a perspective about how you should eat and the alkaline thing he introduced to that. And, you know, he was more or less immortalized in the short years that he became super public, that he went super public, which I think was a part of his death. <laughs> I'm going public with it, you know? He had children at 80. It's crazy. From a Western science ideology perspective, that's crazy. Having children at 80, you're supposed to be not necessarily senile, but definitely impotent. You're like, everything's supposed to have slowed down, and then, you know, you're not supposed to have kids at 80. He was just birthing kids at 80 years old, bro. And that's real life. From an African perspective, if you died before the age 100, it was an accident. Like, <laughs> like something happened to you. You you pissed somebody off and they killed you when you was in a car accident or you, not, not say car because they didn't necessarily use cars, but you know, some type of accident happened or some type of forceful event happened that killed you. You didn't die from old age at 100, at 110, 20, 30. You lived to be 200 easy, easy, 250 easy. And that was our lifespan. According to their culture, you didn't even become a mature adult until you were 65. These are just facts based off of a different socioeconomic or sociocultural, so, social cultural influence. These are just facts. But then we wonder why people are so have so much anxiety, so much depression at 20, 30 years old because they feel like, you know, they should be doing more and that type of thing. But that's our culture. You know, it's a result of our culture. There's, in Africa, they say that there are cultures that say, that compare themselves to the American or what we call westernized or Europeanized culture. What we learn, by the time we get out of high school, we're 18, 17, 18, most of us, right? Yeah, 17 through 19, most people, when they graduate high school. The level of learnedness, or what we've learned through our, you know, introduction to life at 17 through 19 in the Western culture, when we're ready to graduate high school, that's like the average 12, 13 year old in certain African cultures. And they're like, if it takes you to 18 to reach that level of knowledge or that level of awareness or that level of wisdom, then you're a retarded child. Something happened to you. But over here is normal. Fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous.
know. I couldn't imagine my child being being 14, 15, reaching ninth grade and just learning geometry. That's retarded to me. <laughs> but to most people, they couldn't fathom themselves learning geometry or algebra or whatever, you know, prior to 15, 16. You know, like, what? My son's going to be eight years old learning geometry. No fucking question. He's going to be one of them kids that you read about. If he stays with me, which is a whole other conversation. But if he stays with me, there's no reason why my child won't be in college by the time he's 12, 13, 14 years old. According to Western Europeanized ideology, he should be in college by 12, 13, 14 years old. And I'm gonna make sure it happens. My son's one years old, one year old right now. He's more or less one and a half, if you want to count the half. Like he's far ahead. When I when I go outside, when I take him outside, when I take him around other kids, he's f- so much far ahead than them mentally. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. The fact that we had a computer should happen that much faster. <laughs> that much faster. You understand? Um, we just gotta hold ourselves to a higher standard as black people. And this isn't some, you know, anti white racist thing, even though I shouldn't have to, you know, make that distinction, but I'm a black male. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, again, I look at things as a subjective as possible. Biochemically speaking, we're different. The more heavily melanated that you are, you have a different biochemistry. That is just facts. That has nothing to do with my personal opinion. That has nothing to do with my belief system. That has nothing to do with nothing outside of biochemistry. Sulfur. Versus selenium. The level of carbon in the system can be tracked. These are objective facts. Right? And because of these objective facts, because of these differences, we have to treat the individual differently in terms of their growth, development, their ability to thrive, etc. Because they have different relationships with what we call elements. pH levels, nitrogen, carbon, lithium. These words have meaning and these words have levels in the human system that are dependent upon the level of melanin that you have in your system. That is just facts. <laughs> just facts. Right. And again, not because I say the facts, even though I have multiple sources, both physical and metaphysical, that back up this this uh, this portrayal of fact. What what we call theories, I guess. Right. 
बहुत सब वो सोर्स I learned a lot from meditation. I did. Most of my reading was more or less uh, affirming what I learned from meditation, not the other way around. <laughs> meditation is very powerful, people. Um, universal consciousness is a thing. And you're a part of it. And by silencing yourself, you become one with it. And your focus um, your focus frequency allows you to tap into certain parts of existence. This is what it is. From a physical standpoint, that just means the places where you are, the people who you hang around with will influence your consciousness, the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you act, that is a fact. From a spiritual perspective, it's a matter of your brain heart frequency bouncing back and forth. If anybody knows anything about binaural beats, the two sides of the headphones play two different tones and the difference between those hertz is the frequency of the binaural beat. That's the external version. The internal version is between your heart and your brain. Do a little research, Google. <laughs> Not gonna go too far into that. But however, meditation is the key. Shameless plug for a second thought. Shepherd.net. I teach these things one on one. I offer guided meditation, I offer dream interpretation, and I offer native child creation interpretation, physical trainer, nutritional consultation, psychotherapy consultation via talk therapy, tarot card reading and interpretation. These things all exist. And they explain in somewhat, some detail on my website. Again, docshepherd.net. Go back to the topic. We were socialized, black people. We've been socialized to be less than, unfortunately. Even though our spirit allows us to be more than, we've been socialized to be less than. So our spirit can take the fact that we have nothing and create something what we call hip hop as a culture, as a lifestyle, as a being, as a music genre. The music genre is just the, ex the outward expression, vocally and or through our movement, but the rest of it is internal. How we look at life, how we perceive life, how we create life is hip hop. And we've been doing hip hop since antiquity banging on drums, the boom bat, you know what I'm saying, is the concept of what we call TikTok. In terms of the clock, people won't get you this type of sounds, but that's what I'm here for. Boom bap is the same as TikTok. And they're the exact same thing. 
even know when you listen to a clock, it's literally tick, 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 tick. But we hear it as a beat, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. It's it's an on off binary code, on off zeros, ones, masculine, feminine. Any study of hermetic science lets you know that everything has a masculine and feminine. Everything has an on and off, right, left, up, down, higher, lower, sun, moon, planet, star. Everything has its opposite. Everything has its wave and particle. These things exist outside of my perspective. <laughs> Even though nothing is outside of my perspective, nothing is outside of your perspective. It's just a matter of awareness of that perspective. But you see it. Right? You see it. What is black is not white. Right? What is red is not blue. Right. Till you mix them, and then it becomes purple. Right. But what if purple is not green? Right. Till you mix them, we don't even have a word for that color. frustrated as I get with people I love us I love the human condition I love physical existence I love material existence the Bible tells you not to the Bible tells you not to put your love in your 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 priority in material existence and I don't necessarily place priority on it but it is of priority because we're here self-preservation Material preservation, which means material abundance. If you, if you place priority on life, and we're living a material life, then my material abundance becomes a high perspective. Again, <laughs> but it shouldn't be the only thing. You should have wisdom, knowledge. These things are immaterial. Right. Your brain runs off of electrical impulses for the most part. Ninety some what ninety some odd percent of it is electrical signals. Another the next highest percent of that being water. Next highest percent being fat. What we call fat anyway. And organic salts and that type of thing. Um, I just want to say that these random rambles, the reason why they're not more episodes isn't because of a lack of thought or a lack of perspective or a lack of creativity. 
it's more or less a lack of <laughs> hitting the record button. If I could just record myself 24-7 talking on my thought processes, I would have thousands of episodes by now. <laughs> see how many thoughts I actually have in a day. How many thoughts most of us have in a day is just a matter of depth. Most people depth is as far as their job takes them. That's why most people are classically the word is retarded. Lesser than the number of years that they've been on. You know, they've been alive. Not retarded in the sense of stupid, even though they do kind of mean the same thing, but retarded in the sense of the stopping of something, the ability to stop a thing from occurring. So fire retardation means that the material doesn't allow the entire thing to torch and doesn't spread the fire. Mental retardation in that sense, meaning that you've stopped yourself from gaining new knowledge and or wisdom and or experience. Therefore, you go to the same job every day you experience the same things, even though you may experience the same, you know, different people. You experience the same things, you see the same things, you take the same path to, you know, driving to work. You do the same things once you're at work, over and over again, ad nauseum. You do that for 20 years, you'll be retarded. No question. <laughs> because most people don't come home and study. Most people come home and entertain themselves to get rid of the idea of thinking or doing something. They entertain themselves, entertainment. The idea of a thing being a part of you, enter meaning becoming a part of your inner self, tain. Is a suffix of the word obtain, which means to grasp or to take in. Meaning the mind. So your mind taking in that which is taken in or shown to you or, or experienced. And most people watch quote unquote reality TV shows, even though we know they're scripted. Like, people are retarded because they don't learn as much about life outside of their work. This is real facts. Man. So they just had to be a rambler about different things that I saw or that I see on a day-to-day basis that bother me when it comes to people feeling quote-unquote mature or learned or wise or whatever, you know, that if you look at their day-to-day existence, they aren't introduced to new things. You know, you're supposed to learn something new every day, quote-unquote. Most people don't. (laughs) They may learn a new name. They may watch a new video of, you know, of a pop culture reference. What are you learning for real? As far as holistic life is concerned. Objectively think about that without giving yourself the bias. 
once you come to that concept, you might actually start learning new things day to day. But you can't deny it. Try to say that it doesn't exist and then change it. Come on. We gotta do better as a species. We gotta do better as a people, as a society. We gotta do better. Wholeheartedly and holistically. Body, mind, and spirit. This has been a random ramble. This is a dot. Coming from coming from object objective universal consciousness. And as much as I talk about the issues, there will be episodes talking about more about solutions. Because I love us in actuality. As much as I talk about how much we're shit. <laughs> how much we've been socialized and how much our thought processes are retarded and remedial and ignorant and not and and, and lacking a level of depth depth that allows us to think beyond the obvious. I love us. And I see us still thriving. As we enter this, as we enter the bulk of the Aquarian age, I have so much faith in us. And my brain is about that, unlocking people's potential, unlocking people's consciousness where they can become the best version of themselves. That's what my whole brand is about, helping people, helping their mind. I'm a Libra via my sun sign. Libra is what they call cardinal air. Air being mind. They like to call fire spirit, which it is, but the basis of spirit is the breath. Fire is made, what we see as fire is helium. The energy from helium being created from hydrogen atoms with our invisible, which is air. The breath of fresh air, the the breath of existence, the breath of the breath of new mental capacity, new mental thoughts, new mental ability. We'll talk about astrology in a later episode. Like I said, I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of ramble to put on these episodes. And I hope that my listeners and my followers really can accumulate all of the randomness and make their own connections. Hopefully. I know you're all capable. I know you are. You wouldn't be attracted or you wouldn't be magnetically attracted or drawn to watch or listen, in this case, my ramble. If you weren't, hmm. I love you. Peace.